This is Scott. This is Rebecca. And we're the CEOs of Hardy, Party of Five. And a half. It's not really a company. It just sounds cool. And if you're looking for a normal family, well, you've certainly come to the wrong place. So keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times, and let's see where this roller coaster takes us. Rebecca, we made it. We made it through what? We did it. What did we do? Can you believe it? I can't believe it. You don't know what I'm talking about, do you? No. We made it through church camp. We made it through church camp. Number eight. <laughs> Is that number eight? I think it's number eight. Oh, wow. Yeah, I guess so. Since 2013. Wow. That's a lot of church camping. Is that called Ought 13? Is that what we're calling that? Sure. If you shorten it? I don't know. I don't know. That confuses me. Yeah. How many camp costumes have we made over the years? Oh, my Let's goodness. Let's think. Okay. The first time was the three of us, me and you and okay, Drew. Okay, how many times do we... Oh, it wasn't Jake and Alex. Okay, no. first time... Me and you and Drew. I can tell you if you just add. Okay, so there... I'm going to... Um, I'm add. adding. The... I was told there'd be no math. Well, there's math. Okay. The first time is... F- f- uh, Four times three. Twelve. Twelve costumes the first year. The second year is also twelve. Twelve. That's twenty-four. The third year is um, sixteen. Twenty-four plus sixteen is forty? Okay. The fourth year is sixteen. Fifty-six. The fifth year is twenty. What was the last number I said? Fifty-six? Mm-hmm. That's seventy-six. The sixth year is twenty. Ninety-six. Is this real? This... <laughs> The seventh year is 16. What did I just say, 96? Yes. I'm, I'm using my math skills now. You add four, that's 100. 112. The last one is 12. 124. 124 camp costumes. 124 camp costumes. Now, part, some of those were not like, it was just we like a t-shirt. We didn't go out on all of them. We did the first few years, probably. Yes. Like, until the kids got a little older, we went all out. Have you ever thought or about I this? I went all out. I'm going to hope that nobody that goes to camp listens to our podcast, and yeah. I'm going to say this. What are you about to say? Are you ready? I don't know what you're going to say. Listen, here's... Be very careful We about. have careful. a serious advantage when it comes to camp costumes. Why is that? Think about this. If we had to put our luggage on a bus the oh, night yeah. before and didn't take our car like everybody else that like goes to camp... Like, sometimes we load up... Big oh, things. Our, our costumes are hanging out the windows. Not this year. And off the ceiling, the roof. Yeah. Yes, we have. T- there, our costumes are usually big and overdone. We've been starship. We've been like Star Wars spaceships before. Well, like, like the Land Cruiser, not a. Okay, that's it. Was it was like seven feet long. Yeah. So no kid that goes to our camp could put that in their suitcase. True. So we have a tiny advantage because we take a car. Well, if you have parents that are going as well, maybe you could do that as well. Our kids. There's been some. I've seen some kids bring some huge stuff, so they they got in there somehow. They pull it out of their. They pull out of their what? They pull it out of their suitcases. (laughs) I don't know. I've seen a couple of giant ones that, like the robot from uh, Doctor Who, which I don't know anything about. One one year a person was that, and I don't know how they got it to camp. Well, they're crafty. Well, yeah. Because it's one big... He must have not have brought no clothes. <laughs> he must have not have brought no clothes. Okay, that sounded real country. It's late. He well, must like this have year, not we, brought any clothes. I was proud of us this year. Our our motto was clever 
but simple. And they were clever. Yes. So let's get, let's explain like we're talking about all these costumes. Let's explain what our what happens at our camp. Uh, what happens at camp is craziness. <laughs> um, basically, you wake up every morning, you go to breakfast. It's non-negotiable. And even then, and it's great breakfast too. No, it's not terrible. really. It's camp food. It's it's straight camp food. Okay, yeah. so you go to breakfast, and then after breakfast, you have quiet time and um, cabin cleanup. Nobody cleans up their Nobody cabin. Nobody cleans their cabin. Nobody. Nobody. Doesn't happen. Probably Sorry, ha- Sam. Probably half of them our have youth minister. Time. If you're listening, half of the people have quiet time. <clears throat> half nobody cleans up the cabin. Right. That and then we have morning rally at like nine fifteen, which is, starts off with like usually dancing, whatever. There's a morning game or two, which would include something like you cover one of your teammates' head in shaving cream and you throw cheese balls at it and see how many you can catch. Okay, so that's a morning game. And then there's a or they put chocolate in a diaper and you have to lick it out. Yes, yeah, crazy stuff. Yeah. Or chocolate pudding. Chocolate pudding, yeah. And then um, after that, there's usually some form of preaching, a teaching lesson. And then you break into small groups. That's where we come in. We are small group leaders when it comes to camp, or family group leaders, I think they call it. Yeah, family group. And everybody gets given a color. This year, we were the Crimson Angels. We have been everything from... We've been purple pop-tarts. The blue suede shoes. Blue suede shoes. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. We, yes, we were them. And the then green yodelers. yodelers. Yoda. Yeah, yeah Yoda. Yeah. We all had Yoda ears. I mean, we've had some cute ones. Um, the Blue yellow, Thunder. The Yellow Minions. Oh, yeah, Yellow oh, Minion was good. That's fun. Okay, anyways, this year, Crimson. Sometimes our name's given to us, which we don't love. We'd rather pick our own name, but sometimes we have... Like this year, everybody was given a name. Yes, we were Crimson Angels. Right. Um. So, anyways... You go to your Crimson Angel group, your small group, whatever, family group. And then usually whoever is the camp pastor gives you questions. And we get to small group. And we, in your small group, they intentionally put athletes and non-athletes. And they put um, young to old, like seventh grade. Middle schoolers. High schoolers. schoolers, Boys and girls. All mixed. They don't want it to be any heavy one-sided on anything. Because you do have rec later in the day. And they want it to all be as relatively fair as possible. Yeah. So, um, the whoever did the speaking, the camp pastor this year and the last several years, shout out John Long. He's amazing. You should hire him for your camp if that's what you do. Um, he taught this year, and then he gives questions to us family group leaders, which to we kind of ask discuss yeah, what to, he in talked our about. in our small groups. Yeah. Right. So then that's just the morning session. Then right after that, we have lunch at noon. And then rec at one fifteen. Rec is usually something that involves water. It's outside. It's hot. Yes. Um, and that is like one fifteen to like two thirty. We've had we this year we had Alka Seltzer capture the flag. Like mm-hmm. you're wearing an Alka Seltzer around your neck. And you shoot water guns. The True. water guns were pretty weak. They were lame. We need new water guns. <clears throat> we do. Just put that on your list. Yeah. And if your Alka Seltzer falls off or you're is dissolved, out you're out of the game. But you're basically trying to protect your flag and go get other and flags. And go get other flags. So, so that was one thing we I mean, did. so I run a lot. I run all over. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I run everywhere <laughs> catch, catching flags. That's mm-hmm. a lie. I don't do any of that. Um, I'm just the guardian. Right. Um, and the bossy boss. I got totally thrown under the bus this year because the on video, the other team seemed to think that I said that they were cheating. And I did not say that. It was another member of our team that Hector, that. Hector said we were cheating. Said and another team that, was cheating. And you ask the other team, and they said Rebecca said it. Well, they said, who do you think said that? And they said, Rebecca. I Unanimously. 
You got a bad rap. I do. So So we do rec, then we have there's like two or three like hours free time. You can free go time. do zip lining. You which can... for us means we go sneak away to Collins. Collins Street Bakery. Yes, and, and get, get a real lunch. Actually some real food. Yes. Very quickly on our way to our next ministry opportunity, which is called the Sonic, the Sonic Ministry. Run. Sonic Ministry. Sonic yeah. Run Ministry. Yes. Which means we basically text all the family group leaders, anybody that's at camp. Not students, but any adult that's at camp and see if they want a Sonic drink. And we get there by happy hour and we place the order. Like, usually there's 20 drinks. Yeah. How many drinks were those? And it when like we a lot get the drinks, drinks in the car, we spend a lot of time writing on the drinks and figuring out who got what. <laughs> and we give each other, give them all nicknames. And then um, get back to camp, hand out all those. And by that time, it's pretty much time to start putting on our Costumes, costumes for the night because yes. every night there is a costume theme so for example this year the first night what was the first night team up team up so we brought back bro fro and pick girl which is a costume that we had done a while back it was kind of like a replay for us and they basically like you want they wanted you to dress up like your favorite team so there was a lot of mavs and rangers and stuff like that but so i also made a comic book cover that we carried right. around that so we said like, Marvel team up and it's pick girl and bro room. Right. And I grew up my hair especially for yes. camp. Yes. And one of the captions on it was a hair raising adventure. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty clever. That was funny. So basically that was team up. Yeah. Then And then in the evening there's another after dinner there's another lesson or a small group. Yeah. There's worship and then a late and night lesson, activity. Yeah. And the late night activity would be Sometimes it's like a scavenger, a photo scavenger hunt. What was another one? There was free night one time. Skits is another oh, yeah, skits, late yeah. night. Mm -hmm. I think we had two free nights and then skit yeah. and And sometimes there's hunt. like movie night and popcorn and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, there's some other open areas that the kids can be in like outdoor, like ping pong and stuff like that. So then after the speaker that night, again, we meet as family groups and, uh, go over the lessons again from the camp pastor so basically there's four days of rinse and repeat for the most part every night has an activity every night has a um theme so the second night was i love the 90s i love the 90s <laughs> this so, is one of my this is one of our, our favorite costumes ever <laughs> we knew that everybody would come dressed in the 90s yeah. like Whatever 90s. Or like, like the, a Rub Rubik's Cube or, you know, whatever right, yes. people did in the 90s. So we were definitely not going to dress like the normal people. We got to think outside the box. The Hardys think outside the box. Our outside the box was we dressed like we were turning 90. So we had two walkers. Mm -hmm. Some For some reason, we had a walker here. Yes. And my mom had a walker that right. she does not use. She would like to let... She wants <laughs> everyone to know she does not use a walker oh yet. Boy. Yet. <laughs> and we had two walkers. I put a, like a, I made a birthday cake. Yeah, or a cafeteria tray. Oh, yeah. Then with a birthday cake on it that said, that had the 90 candle in both of them. All right. Yes. With little flames on them. We had little birthday party hats on, but <laughs> yes. we were old. You <laughs> killed it. You, your hair spray painted out gray so yeah. perfectly, and it was still kind of froed out from Brofro, I guess, or whatever. Maybe oh, just yeah. a shower. You I just left it. it. I didn't do yeah. anything to it. And it, you, I watched. I had these orange shorts way up, like yes. an old man would wear with a big baggy button up shirt. Plaid shirt. With black socks and yeah. slippers. Oh, but at one point you were like, 
you got down on the floor to break dance. <laughs> to break dance, and you, you pulled took, my feet around. It took you like five minutes to get all the way to the floor. <laughs> and then I just grabbed a hold of your feet and quit, and ran in a circle, but not really running because I'm also 90. So I was like slightly pushing. It was so fun to play back. the role in that one. I loved play. Like, I oh, enjoyed acting through that whole so night. It was so funny. You, you would just come up with one-liners to people. You were in character all night long. It was very Like, funny. people would talk to me, and I'd look the wrong way because I couldn't see them. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that may be my favorite costume. It was very simple and direct. That was but so it was funny. But it was just fun to play it. Yeah. Fun. So that was, that was Listen, great. we have had costumes where we have set with duct tape wrapped oh, all yes. around our whole bodies. I was not going to do that. I did Dr. All... Doom one year, and I was in silver tape from head to toe. Yes, head to toe. Except for my mask. And it, that was not... We were just... There have been some miserable costumes. It's been miserable. Costumes. And we usually win the contest that night. And but the I was of miserable costumes. I was adamant that I was not going to be super uncomfortable. uncomfortable this year. Yeah. And I thought we did a pretty good job of that. We did really good. So the next night was my favorite costume night for me personally. <laughs> it was very comfortable. I was pretty hot in that grandma robe. Not yeah, you lie. were, baby. Oh, that's not what I meant. Oh, okay, I see. <laughs> <laughs> no, the next night we had to dress as a holiday. Mm, yes. So I said, Scott, again outside the box. Outside the box, I said you've got to go get some scrubs, and get me a. Um, hospital gown and i need to be pregnant and we are labor day yeah and i also made a little doctor name tag doctor, that said day on it doctor day yeah and i just it was so comfortable i was in like regular your belly was huge it, we got one of those like a round play ball, ball from walmart and the, we just saran wrapped it around your body saran wrapped it around <laughs> yeah you got, who did you get these scrubs from? Like, I had a whole, like, doctor outfit. I know. One of my clients, she's a doctor. That's awesome. <laughs> and she brought and me the so surgical, like, the surgical bag. It had booties and all kinds of stuff in it. Yeah. It was pretty funny. Watch your language. That's not appropriate. Booties. Um, but it had the mask that they wear. This, okay, these are upscale masks because it had the visor on it, too, above on my eyes. On top of the mask. And it was so clear. I could see better through that visor. Like, you think of all the stuff we've worn over the last year and a half of pandemic. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing. Like, if I could have had this mask all year, it would have been totally brilliant. Great. Yeah. Well, we didn't have it all year, but we did have it that night. And we did win Best Dressed on that night. You won Best Dressed on, Graham, on the, didn't you? No, we won on Team Up Night, and then we won on Holiday. You won on Team Up Night. Well, yeah, but you were a part of it because yeah. you were part of the costume. And then we went on Labor Holiday Day. night, yes. Yeah. That was so fun. So, yeah, that is basically the way camp rolls. Yes. All right? Fun had by all. Bad food, hot weather, <laughs> terrible beds. It's awesome. I don't have a terrible bed. I sleep good at <laughs> camp because I take an air mattress. I am not an idiot. Well, I just take a... I double up on the mattress, and then I just put a... I'm not a big fan of... Laying on air mattresses. I don't know I why, but I don't particularly mattress. care for them. It wasn't terrible this year, but like we had plans of podcasting during camp. I always had this idea, you but then do. we on are... every vacation we ever <clears throat> go know, on, you I want know. to podcast, and we always take the microphone, and we never do. We're gonna we do it for always... Cape Cod, though. Okay, well, we always podcast from our closet. Yes, we're never. We're going to podcast from our rental car in Cape Cod. Oh, We're going to do okay. this. We're going to Scott, you are making promises on this recorded I, air that I you know. are not going to be able we to are keep. Gonna, we are going to bring Cape Cod to the people. We are. You've lost your mind. I'm throwing down the gauntlet on this one. Okay. We'll see. But I thought we could do this at camp. But there's a couple of things that worked against us. 
First of all, we're up at 7 a.m. where we get adult coffee, mm -hmm. which means the adults go to the cafeteria and get coffee before the kids get up. Right. So from 7 o'clock to about midnight, we're just rolling. So like, this has been the same way but for here, eight I years. I know, but here's what I thought. There's usually, this is interesting. I think this was COVID-related because usually in the past years, like there'll be an evening or two in the evenings where all the kids are playing like card games or Uno in the center area where everybody can congregate. Well, this year, nobody was really doing that because I thought at least maybe on Thursday night on the free time that the kids would get together and we could do a podcast to see what everybody thought of camp. But nobody really did that. I think a year and a half of being in indoors all that, everybody was outside. They were like at the pool. They were doing things. They didn't want to sit inside and play cards and stuff like they usually do. Mm -hmm. So that worked against us. But yes, obviously going from 8 a.m. to midnight, probably not a good place to podcast. No. So, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, what we realized in our groups, we talked about we have kids from, what, 7th grade to this year we had some college kids because they let the kids that didn't have camp last year come back. Right. So in those discussions, we get in discussion between, you know, the teenager and the parent, which we're hearing all the teenage point of view. All right. But at the same time, in hearing all of this, we realize that parents and teenagers, they both need help. They both have <laughs> issues. So what made us think about this is, as parents, we know we failed. Mm -hmm. So we thought, okay, let's list, some, let's list some times that we failed. And then also see from our listeners, you know, like what are some times that they failed? Right. Like, not where anybody was injured or anything like that, but just some funny, right, awkward right, moments. Right. Yes, yeah. So, do you have an awkward parent feel that you'd like to share? Well, before we came in here to podcast, I was just talking to Drew on the phone, and I said, we're going to talk about parenting fail. Do you have any? And he said, yeah. He always seems to have a fail uh, yeah, that we've done. He's pretty good at pointing that out. <laughs> um, he said, yeah, that whole Tabasco on the tongue thing, big parenting fail. That's not a parenting fail. That worked. I called it a slap on the tongue. If you're going to be sassy, you're going to get some sassy some sassy slap on the tongue. Well, and then he mentioned vinegar in the mouth. Well, that's because he bit every child that he was ever within <laughs> three feet of. In playgrounds. He took and... chunks out of children everywhere we went. And how long after you started vinegar? Three days. Three days he was done. Squirted this is vinegar. not a fail, people. This no, is success. This is success, success yes. for sure. The vinegar, for sure. I don't know that the Tabasco Our kids, I mean. I feel like you threatened the Tabasco sauce more than you ever did it. Yeah. So, Why are you know. saying you? This is on me? Am I you the ever mainly did, did the Tabasco. I didn't do a Tabasco as much wow. as you did. Could you not stand to do it? Did you no, feel like it was I don't wrong? know. I just feel like you were always... Leading the Tabasco. You were Pouncing. leading the Tabasco train. <laughs> Here's what I loved about the Tabasco. I wanted to carry Tabasco around in my purse, but it's a glass bottle. Yeah. Come on, Tabasco. Get a plastic bottle. Mm. Okay. Chick-fil-A has little packets of Tabasco. Oh, this could be for parents. And I stuck are... those in my purse, and I was like, looky here, kids. Because at this point... Considering our kids are 18 to 22, we probably can't use Tabasco. No. So this is for younger parents that are listening. You can get you can get your portable Tabasco at Chick-fil-A now. <laughs> <laughs> and trust us, it works. You got a sassy kid? Just a little. I mean, slap it's a dot. On there. And honestly, if you got to pry your kid's mouth open with your finger, usually you'll get it on their, t their, their lips. Their mouth, yeah. 
and it burns already so you don't need a whole lot just a little bit they're probably not going to ask us back to church camp now. <laughs> okay <laughs> okay so the one i thought of yeah um on my end i decided there was a stretch when the kids were like from 8 to 12 that I felt like there were some movies from like the 70s and 80s they needed to see. Mm-hmm. Like, these are milestone movies. So I think one time I tried to watch Rocky and then I realized there was so much cussing in Rocky that I didn't... Re- it's a PG movie, mm-hmm. but there's enough cussing in that. The kids were at the age where you just don't th- want them repeating this stuff. <clears throat> so we got a few... We got a, And weren't ratings different? Yeah, ratings, it was just a little different back then. Yeah, okay. Um, and really nothing terrible in Rocky, but it was just, we were at that age where they would just repeat it because they thought it was cool. So I got 15 or 20 minutes into Rocky, and I'm like, eh, we're not going to watch any more of this. <laughs> so then I decided one evening, one afternoon, I think, I remember this vividly. It was an afternoon. The The sun was coming in through the window. Um, I'm like, they've got to see Raiders of Lost Ark. <laughs> and, like, I've seen this movie a thousand times I can get the remote control. I can stop this and fast forward through anything because I know this movie. Like, there's a little, there's a little bit of cussing in the movie, and then there's some really. Mainly, I was trying to get past the gory parts mm-hmm. because there's some really, like, especially at the end, the faces are melting and all that. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I've got this. I know this movie front and back. I can probably recite this movie. Well, you get this is the very first action set of the movie. Where they're in the cave, and they Indy has just taken the that gold little statue, mm-hmm. and he has his helper with him, with it, which is Alfred Molina, which who went on to become a big star, like he was Doctor Octopus in the Spider-Man oh, movies, yeah. and mm-hmm. so he's with them, and they're trying now they're trying to scurry out of the temple because they've stolen this, and now all the booby traps are going off. <laughs> so there's a scene where. Like, this is where the ball starts going after Andy and all that. This is right before that. Well, there's a scene where Alfred Molina, like, steals the treasure from Andy, and, like, he's going to run away. And then Andy's got to scramble out, and he's, like, going after him. Well, there's a scene where Alfred Molina gets, like, just stuck through his whole body with spikes. And it's, like, going through his mouth and his eyes. And I'm like, okay, I got this. So I paused it. And it's right when his, like, the spikes are coming through his face. Oh, my god! So, total parenting fail. The kids are like, ah! And I'm like, ah! <laughs> the one moment, I was trying to fast forward through it, and I just paused it right on the... Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was a fail. Yeah. That was a huge I think, fail. I think I made it through the rest of the movie okay, but that was, <laughs> that was a rough moment. Do you remember the time that, um, I'm going to say we, but I'm pretty sure it was I... Told yes. the kids there were cameras in the ceiling fans. <laughs> yes, I remember this. <laughs> something, bought... had, something had happened in a room or something yeah. in a bedroom. I don't remember. I don't and remember I exactly like, what happened. Yeah, somebody better fess up and nobody would. And I was like, that's okay. I'll just go rewatch the <laughs> film from the cameras <laughs> in the ceiling fans. Did that work? I don't think so. Nobody would cop, cop to it? No, I don't think so. So you posted this on Facebook, and this was a funny thing that I think Shauna Rose said. She said, do you want, so you were like, like, what are your parenting fails? She said, do you want alphabetically or chronologically or perhaps like most psychologically damaging? (laughs) (laughs) And I said all of the above. Yeah, which are all great points. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Lori Stock said, you mean like yelling at your son to get up and quit crying over nothing when in reality he had broken his arm at his Little League baseball game on his sixth birthday? <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> That's terrible. There's a lot of... Rub some dirt on it, kid. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are like, my kid's arm was broken. I told him to get over it. Another one of our friends who who wished to remain nameless had a van that the doors kept opening oh, while they were yeah, driving. Their, their mystery van? Yes. They had cup holders that didn't hold drinks and their van would like totally... The side doors would open. Yeah, the side doors would open. I would it, That would be getting rid of that thing pretty quick. And she was... The mom was glad that they were strapped in their... Score uh, seats. Car can seats. you imagine? And the door just slides yeah, open. Yeah, the door just slides open. Dude, just that reminds me of our... Remember our evil van that we had? Oh, yeah. That the man. green van it that we awful. had. It was cursed. Yes. I'm glad we got rid of that. I know. Well, it got stolen. We had no choice. Yeah. Um, it did come back to us after it was stolen. So, anyways. On um, Darcy Smith, which is Jake's... This is kind of interesting. This is Jake's roommate. His name's Dalen Smith at Southern Nazarene. Shout out to Dalen. Shout out to Dalen. Dalen's sister, what, what? whose name is Cadlin. Cadlin, is it Cadlin or Cadlin? I would say Cadlin. Cadlin. I'm going with Cadlin. Okay. Cadlin, which is Jake's roommate's sister. Yes. She is now the writer of Bullet. And OSU, and like OSU. during the football game, yeah, she'll go the, out yeah, before the, the game, games. after touchdowns. So, yeah, it's kind of yeah. cool. So, when Cadlin was in eighth grade, she snapped her femur in half at a rodeo. So this is the mom talking. She said, me being a rodeo mom, sat on the fence and kept filming, yelling, get up and run. <laughs> my friend next to me said, um, I actually think she's really hurt and you should probably go out there. Fast forward four years, Dalen is playing his first football playoff game, running for a touchdown and takes a bad hit. He goes down and doesn't get up. I go running, tears streaming down my face. Caitlin looks at a friend and says, In case anyone is wondering, Dalen is the baby and apparently the favorite. My mom didn't come running for me when I laid in the arena hurt. Oops, she still gives me a hard time about this one. <laughs> well, and that brings to mind the baby of the family. Do you think babies are really, the youngest is treated differently? Yeah. In most families? Probably. Yeah. I think so. Well, I was the youngest and I was an accident. Because they didn't know this was honey, happening. Honey, honey, honey. Not an accident. I was a surprise. Accident. You were There's a surprise. no accident. You were I was a surprise. surprise. Yes. And I was six years from my older from my older brothers and yeah. sisters. So, but I do think I was treated differently, probably because my parents were just tired. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what happens. Good thing Alex was like so easy because I think that's exactly what happens. You're just tired, and also your. But kids, you also coddle them more, don't you think? Yes, but you At also the hope time. they learn from their older siblings. And I think, like Alex has, like, he's learned some things Good of what bad. not to do. <laughs> but a lot of the times he's like, I saw what happened there. I don't want to do that. Right. Maybe. Like, college, he didn't want to get stuck in a big loan. So he's yeah. like, I'm going to do this a little differently. Right. Yeah. So. Hopefully. Yeah. <clears throat> so we have Paula Wilson, who wrote in. She said her son, as a toddler, locked her out of the apartment at least two times. First time, she had to call emergency maintenance, and after that, she would leave the patio door unlocked. Thankfully, she said, we lived on the first floor, and no one felt the need to call about a possible break-in. <laughs> she does add that he also latched the deadbolt, so the, her key was useless. Oh, my gosh. 
That's kind of crazy. <laughs> That's scary. Anytime your kid puts you in a situation where you have to call the fire department or the police <laughs> department, I think... Any authorities whatsoever. That would cause me panic. Yeah. I don't think we've ever had to do that, have we? Call the authorities? I don't think so. No? No, I don't think so. So we probably threatened to call the authorities. Just but I don't when think you're didn't. waiting for your kid, for your when you're waiting for the police to come to unlock a door, and your kid is in there by themselves, I would be, I would, that would be the hardest. Pro- it's probably only three minutes. It'd be like the hardest three minutes of my life. I'd be like, this is crazy. You know what? Like this never happened to us, but one of the things that's always freaked me out was like we'd be at a department store when the kids were really little, and they could fit in, you know, the ring of the this clothes. This did happen to us. We didn't Drew lose did them, it. didn't we? Drew did Did it. we lose them? You picked up a hat to put it on Drew's head. Okay. And you turned around and you were like, let me try this hat on. You picked up the hat, you turned back around, and Drew had ducked in the middle. And you were like, Rebecca! <laughs> and then we couldn't find him, and he's just sitting in there smiling. Giggling. Yes. Like, it, I I guess they still had these, but like it was around. The circular one, yeah. Yeah, and the and clothes were hanging, right so he got middle. in the middle. I think probably Target. Thanks, Target. Probably. Uh, yeah. Anyways, um, same, so same thing. Katrina Elsie says she accidentally locked her keys, her phone and the baby in the car at the grocery store and had to call. Now that would, that would freak me out. That's pretty, that's intense. Yeah. If your kid can see you, if they're upset. Oh gosh, uh, that would be awful. And in Texas weather. Yeah. Oh goodness. That would be awful. Well, of course it'd be way awful if it was in the middle of the day, Yeah. but it'd be just as awful. It sounds like they got the kid. Honestly, if it was going to take a while, I'd just break the glass. Yeah. Like on the other side of the door. Can like on the that? other side of the car. What do you mean? Do you think that you could use your elbow and break the glass? Well, I think I would find a towel or something, and I would... If my kid was in there and I couldn't get them out quickly, I would... Def- in the store I would totally do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would totally do that to get them out, mm-hmm. and we can worry about the window later. <laughs> and your police report. Yeah. It was me. I broke into my own car. <laughs> You want to do the next one? Yep. We have Cassie Kennison from Mansfield, Texas. Um, she got a call from, how do you say the name of that camp? Kanakuk. Kanakuk? Mm-hmm. Kanakuk. Okay. That's near Branson in Missouri, I assume. Yeah. Um, and she lives in the D- she lives in Mansfield, so she lives in the DFW area. They called because they were waiting for me to pick up the girls that day. It was a six-day camp instead of seven-day. I had planned on leaving the next day. I grabbed a backpack and jumped on a plane. Luckily, my parents lived in Tulsa, and we were able to meet there and pick us all up. <laughs> Nothing like leaving your kid at camp one extra day. Yep. No, no, we're not ready for them to come Yeah, we're, we're still hanging out. You keep them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, my flight's the next day. Yeah. 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 Um, this one was pretty funny. Deanne McComas, she was, um, she was picking up Hannah, that's her daughter, from a late-night practice out in Coppell. She did competitive cheerleading. It was very dark outside. She And she, Hannah, opened up the back driver's side door, pushed her belongings aside, and shut the door. It was I, dark outside, Yeah, right? it was dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was weird and she that she decided to sit in the back, but maybe she was upset. As I drive off, I ask her about practices. She was unusually quiet about how it went. I ask a few more questions. <laughs> still nothing. NCA, National Cheerleading Association, is like the competition is just the, is the next day and I just think I was just thinking she was nervous no need to be rude I had just turned the corner onto Beltline yes Beltline Road which is a big road oh yeah when my child Busy is suddenly road. banging on the outside of the car window I panicked she had she fallen out of the car how did this happen is she seriously injured did I run her over <laughs> I'm totally freaking out 
Turns out she never got in the car. <laughs> I thought she had gotten in the car, but no. She shoved all her stuff in and then shut the door to go around to get in the front seat. I only assumed she had gotten in the car. So much fail. After finally getting her inside the actual car and both of us calming down, we continued our drive home. Then my phone rang. Hey, was that Hannah running down Beltline? So much failed. Did I mention it was 10 p.m.? Oh, my. I cannot tell you how much I seriously thought that she was in the car. I would have never just driven off with her. The next day at NCA, we walk in. We're the obvious elephant in the room. I'm assuming other people were picking up their kids. Kind of all of this yeah, was happening. Yeah, and they all yeah. saw it happen. Yes. So I simply said, I thought she was in the car. <laughs> A very honest mom laughed and admitted, we all thought you were just really mad at her. <laughs> Get your own ride. Yeah, it's so funny. I mean, that is crazy. I can picture Hannah just running down the street, banging on the car window. Oof. Oh, ouch. My. That's a painful one. Okay, this next one is from Elizabeth and Philip Smith. Now, I feel like I've done this in some form or fashion myself. She said, one time when the girls were about three, they have, are they twins? Yes. Okay. Um, they were about three years old, and they really didn't want to go to bed. And we've all had kids that didn't want to go to bed. And mm -hmm. you're trying any which way to get them to go to bed. Mm -hmm. um, bribery, whatever it takes. Tabasco's also. Tabas just kidding. <laughs> Not Tabasco. We didn't use that for that. <laughs> that would just, that would escalate it. Uh, yeah, and that would have been a bed. bad idea. <clears throat> they were looking for every excuse not to go to bed. <clears throat> excuse me. Chloe looked up, one of the daughters looked up to the ceiling and saw a crack in it. Like from how like houses settle yeah. in Texas. She was desperate to find a conversation point to delay her bedtime. We've all had that. We've mm -hmm. had kids want to ask questions. I want to pray some more, all that. Mm -hmm. She was so desperate to find something to stay awake. She said, what is that? So Philip, the dad, comes in, and he proceeded to tell her that a creature named Mossy lived up there in the, <laughs> in the attic, I guess, and that Mossy's crack that was Mossy's crack so that he could look down on us and see us all the time. Well, after that, there was no way they were going to go to sleep. And Chloe uh, had to sleep in our bed for several nights after that until we convinced her that Mossy was not a real creature that lived, lived in the, in the attic. attic. <laughs> that, can you imagine how terrible? Like, what a good idea in your mind. I'll just make up some random cool yeah, there's story. Yeah, there's a monster up there oh that my is looking down on you. And then you go, oh, what did yeah. I just say? Yeah. Didn't just... I do a thing where I kept saying someone was living in our attic and that used to freak you out? I don't remember that. I feel like I used to do that. And you would that start. That would freak me out. And you would start thinking there was someone in the attic. Well, when <clears> you <throat> are not home, when you travel a lot, I mean, I can I can just go crazy in my mind about, like, who's where. What every sound is. Yes. And when, when Izzy yeah. at the time would bark or. Oh, I can't know. stand it. I don't really like being here without anybody else here. You realize that Izzy barks at nothing. Well, yeah. Most but... of the time. See? That's the problem. Ninety nine point nine percent. That's of still a problem. You've left room for error. The only thing else she barks at is when I walk in the room. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would make me happy if you were yeah. supposed to be coming home. But if you weren't supposed to be coming home, then no, that's freaky. Okay, another friend of ours, Mandy Shelley, she says, So I went out of town with my two youngest to visit with my aunt. We decided to take the then two and four year old to the park. It was a huge park with a public pool a ways away from the playground. The two-year-old takes off running, and I start running after him in my flip-flops. He's out running me easily already. Then I get a wood chunk through my flip-flop oh, into my foot. Oh, my gosh. 
I'm sh- like I'm screaming movie. blood and screaming to the strangers to grab the toddler, please. And no one does. They stare at me. He gets to the pool. I'm huffing and puffing, holding the stitch in my side, still streaming blood from my foot, terrified that mm. they're not going to see him and he'll he'll drown. And I holler at the teen guarding the entrance to the pool. Stop the little redhead. <laughs> the kid calmly puts his arm out to stop him. Jameson turns around, looks at me and laughs. Sweet little baby chuckles. I could have died. I'm pretty sure he had me running for a good half mile. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's like an action movie for her. Yeah. And then we have Trish Isles, who also lost her kid in Walmart. (laughs) But fortunately, a church member found him and returned that child to me. And I'm sure that child was not in trouble at all. (laughs) Thank you for church members in Walmart. Right, that's true. Well, one of the funniest stories I remember, too, of us is um, when we... Honestly, we've taken so many great vacations, and I love that. But one of the things that we tend to do is we will race around and see things in the name of, like, just to get to see it. For example, we pull into Hoover Dam at 10 p.m. when it's dark and no one is there. And we're like, hey, kids, look over there. It's Hoover Dam. It's Hoover Dam. Okay, bye. Isn't Superman the movie? It's not like we we go... In some vacations, we didn't go by places and spend time at them. We waved at them as we drove by. And I would have liked to spend more time there. But we were on our way to California, and we decided we would stop at Hoover Dam, and then we would spend the night in Vegas. Because we were driving. We were driving. Right. And I thought, how old were our kids? I mean, what, Jake was probably... It was probably... 10, 8, and 6. No, they were older than that, I think. Alex had purple hair, didn't he? It was 2012-ish, probably. So... Maybe. We lived here. Yeah. Already. So, yeah, that was they probably... They were a little older than that. Yeah. Probably 12, 10, and 8. Yeah. Or 10, 12, and 14, I bet. Okay. Yeah. So, are you sure Jake was 14? Jake was 12? Well, it was 2013, 2012. So, maybe Jake was 12. Yeah, Jake was 12. Okay. Drew was 14. All right. So, we had been... we, we decided... <clears throat> Still too young to do what we were about to do. Right. So, yeah. we pulled in at like 11.30, check in our hotel, p.m., this is Vegas. And I so desperately, we're only there one night and we are heading out the next day. And I desperately, desperately want our kids to see the Bellagio lights because those are pretty the cool. Fountains. And that would be something that kids can see in Vegas. Right. There's not a lot there that kids could see. So uh, as we're, we've like, you know, two wheeled it into a parking spot and throw our stuff in the room and we head down the street, you know, and in Vegas there's pictures all over the ground of things you don't want your kids to it's look at. It's not that bad these days. Yes. The last this, time I was there, it's not that bad. But this was back when that kind of paraphernalia was all yeah, over the Yeah, they would the hand, try to hand it out to you and all that. Right, with pictures on right. it. Uh, and so, and then and then there's cars driving by that have like the billboards on them with also pictures or whatever sayings. Our kids can read at this point. So, we're racing, racing, racing down to the Bellagio, and we get With there. With blinders on. I mean, as much as we can. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the front, and you're in the back. And we're just trying to keep our kids together. And we, they're so tired. We're tired. But I'm determined, because we're not staying one more night. So we get to the Bellagio, and finally the lights start. And I think it's so cool, and nobody else Well, the fountain. Cares. You're saying lights, but it's yeah, these the fountain. giant fountains. Yeah, the water fountains. you've never been there. Yeah. That, that go to the music. And, yes, yeah. it's so pretty and cool. And the kids were like totally 100% unimpressed. Underwhelmed would be the word. They did not care for this at all. 
And we'd been talking to our kids a lot about like directing your eyes and you're in charge of where you're looking and make sure you're looking at appropriate things <laughs> and all this. So we turn around and we're like, time to go back to the hotel room. And we and we have a long walk back down the Vegas Strip. Now to it's New York, New York. 1 a.m. Yep. We're so smart. <laughs> I'm in the front. Making memories. The kids are all between me and you. And of course, I'm looking at anybody handing out any paperwork like I will drop them if they (laughs) think about handing anything to my child. And sure enough, at some point, Jake comes up to me because we've been talking about like look at appropriate places. And he goes, Mom, I have nowhere to look. There was just <laughs> it was just everywhere. Appropriate yeah. everywhere. Vegas, midnight, one AM with the children. Yeah. I mean, we probably looked ridiculous. People are probably like, What kind of crazy parents have you? There's been? a as many times as I've been to Vegas for work, there's a lot of parents and kids there. So That's don't fool crazy. yourself. It has gotten it's a little more domesticated now than it mm-hmm. used to be. Well, this was a long time like ago. Like, they have the hockey arena, they have some theater, like, some concert venues. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's upgraded from the time we were there. Yeah. Still a lot of inappropriate stuff, but mm-hmm. we also did the roller coaster at New York, New York, and that was fun. I didn't On top do, of the I New York, New York. I don't think I wrote it. No, I think it was me, Jake, and Alex. Yeah. I, I drew. Think, you, Jake, and Drew, Jake, and Alex. Me, Drew, and Jake, because yes. Alex didn't want to write it. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, I stayed with Alex. But out of that, the kids, like you think of your teenage kids in high school, like, oh, it's college, we're going to go to this trip in Vegas, and our kids are like, we never want to do that. Yeah, they still have such bad memories. So I guess it turned out okay, (laughs) because now they're like, I never, ever, ever, ever want to go there. I will never go to Vegas with my friends. (laughs) We're like, yeah. So that turned out out. not terrible. So parenting's not perfect. No. But some things do work out better than others. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I feel like we've. Raise yeah. kids. Yeah. We they they seem to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> they're so far functioning adults. Right. Unlike so. what you used to be worried about of seeing them in an orange jumpsuit on TV. Yes. Haven't seen that yet. Haven't seen that yet. So that's good. Success. <sighs> Success. Well, I think it's time that we announce one final thing. What's that? How many camp costumes did you say we'd done? A hundred and what did you 196 say? 196 or something. 76, I don't know. maybe. Something like that. Yeah. Yes. Well... We we were just all on board that this was going to be our last year. Oh yeah, year we at were camp retiring because Alex is a senior and he's right. he's graduating, and I don't know. On day one, I feel like we were barely at the campground when you were like, "We could do this again." Well, part of that is we're starting a POTS class. Parents of teens. We're, we're leaving Not that directly. Kind of youth. <laughs> explain yourself. <laughs> you have to explain yourself these days. That's still illegal in Texas, right? Let's is it just still call illegal it a in Texas? Class. Huh? Can we call it cannabis class? Okay, no, it's pots. It's parents of teens. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're transitioning over to that. So we've uh, what hit me is because really in a week of camp you have conversations with kids in a week of camp that you would not have for the whole year. Like kids that they we know. really do open up. They really do. Like you're kind of away from everything, all the distractions, mm-hmm. and just seeing them for thirty minutes on a Sunday, you can't really get that much out of them right. normally. Mm-hmm. So in a week, I feel like in a week of camp, there's so much ministry that goes on. Mm-hmm. So that was part of it, and also I thought with Potts class, parents of teens, mm-hmm. that that would be something that would help us. Like we can see both sides of the dynamic between parents and kids, and kind of maybe have a better yeah. A better idea of what's going on 
with the parents yeah. and teens. Right. We can see a, a full picture. And right. So basically, the, by the end of day one, you've said, we should I said, come back. Should think it about took this. me till day three to say, <laughs> I'm on board. You, you, you stared daggers at me the first time I said it. Yes. And now by day three, I was like, okay. But I think one of the things that helped, we rented a golf cart for the first oh, time. Game changer. And that was, you, oh my gosh. And you we, were like, we don't need a golf cart. Yeah, I'm like, I was totally wrong. We needed a golf cart. I'm so because I was so much cart. fresher, had, not having to walk from one venue to the other. And I don't care if that golf cart is six hundred dollars a week. We're getting it. <laughs> and it was a ministry because like somebody I, we will could, donate it to. We could pick up people that were walking, like the kids in our group mm -hmm. or the adults, and mm -hmm. we could offer a ride. So that was kind of a ministry we could do too. Right. It was so, great. but think about it. Now, then, when we go, we only have two costumes a night. Yeah. Two. What? That's gonna be I crazy. Know, that's nothing. I know, and nobody's in competition with each other because typically right. we're all competing. Yeah, we're all competing against each other, so right. I don't have to help them anymore. <laughs> it's all about us now. It's all about us. <laughs> um, okay. Also, next what? week, do you want to yes. tell them who we're interviewing on our oh, podcast? Do you? Would you like to announce that? Sure. We are interviewing this sweet girl named Gabby Graves, and you could find her at, at Gabby Graves on Instagram. She's on the Disney show Coop and Cammy. She does a lot of voiceover projects. She was a young Peggy and Agent Carter. She's she's the, done a lot to be 15. She's done a lot. And she is going to be who we interview on Monday. I'm so excited I about know, it. I know. It's going to be fun. Yes. We're going to do a Zoom where we have the video. Yeah. So very so excited. So if you haven't already, like and subscribe to this podcast. If you have more parenting fails, be sure and tell, them about, tell us about them. We would love to hear. And party party five and a half over and out. We'll see you next time.